0: Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton and this This is the Smart 7. Good morning everybody, it's Wednesday the 20th of January and it's Presidential Inauguration Day for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And a big happy birthday to Buzz Aldrin, David Lynch, Joe Pasquale and Gary Barlow. There were 33,355 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, and the government hit a new record for deaths with 1,610 announced, the highest number we've seen so far in this pandemic. Health Secretary Matt Hancock's now at home, self-isolating after an alert. Last night I was pinged by the NHS coronavirus app, so that means I'll be self-isolating at home, not leaving the house at all until Sunday. I know from the app that I've been in close contact with somebody who's tested positive, and this is how we break the chains of transmission. Northern Ireland Secretary Brendan Lewis ran headfirst into an angry Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain as new figures show Britain's death toll is the worst in the world per capita. I don't think it's unreasonable to ask you why we have the worst death rate in the world. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's unreasonable to ask. There are different things, of course, Piers. And you're quite right. The vaccine rollout is a huge success. Not just- That's not my question. My no, question, no, and my sure question was wasn't just... about the vaccines. My question was simply that given you talk about international comparisons all the time in relation to our vaccine performance, it is legitimate to ask you about why we have the worst death rate. And you can't just bat that question away. As cases slowly decline but deaths continue to climb, Professor Christine Pagel says there are some signs we might be coming to the peak of the current wave. Yeah, it does It does look that way. Cases are coming down now about um, 20% a week, uh, which is really welcome. Hospital admissions take longer because um, it takes a bit longer from infection to you needing hospital. So it looks like London, the south-east and the east are now going down um, quite steadily but slower than cases and your friend and mine peter andre who's recovered from covid 19 and his wife dr emily mcdonough has a warning for those who are hesitating before seeing a doctor one of the key things i wanted to say was don't ignore your symptoms because they're not all going to be the same um to the point that i was absolutely convinced that um i didn't have the virus and even you were convinced right that that yeah i think it just wasn't textbook how it presented in you and Mm -hmm. it was a lesson for 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 both of us In the final hours of the Donald Trump presidency, Donald's discovering he's got very few friends left. He's expected to announce a list of pardons, including one for former advisor Steve Bannon, who's facing charges of defrauding Trump donors in a build the wall scheme. He doesn't actually appear to have pardoned himself or Rudy Giuliani, though. Meanwhile, in the US Senate on his last day as majority leader, Mitch McConnell finally spoke his mind on the Capitol building riots. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people, and they tried to use fear and violence to stop a specific proceeding of the first branch of the federal government, but we pressed on. We stood together and said an angry mob would not get veto power over the rule of law in our nation. And former National Security Advisor John Bolton says Trump leaves office with nothing. No, I don't expect that he will have a lasting legacy, and I don't expect that Donald Trump Jr. will do any better than, uh, than his father did if he tries. Uh, we also know that Donald Trump, according to the Gallup poll, leaves with the lowest approval rating of his entire presidency, 34% of the total population, uh, and changing public opinion as a function of political leadership. Today sees new President Joe Biden sworn into office with history-making Vice President Kamala Harris by his side. Joe spoke emotionally last night as he left his home state of Delaware, and he's just one regret that his son Beau couldn't be with him. I am proud to be a son of Delaware, and I am even more proud to be standing here doing this from the Major Beau Biden. I only have one regret, he's not here, because we should be introducing him as president. Meanwhile, Jenna Bush interviewed the Biden girls as they get ready to become first family. And she asked them if Melania had ever reached out to offer a tour of the White House. Has your mom heard from Melania Trump about doing the traditional protocols? No, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think they're doing the traditional protocol, Mm -hmm. um, which is unfortunate. But I think we're all okay with it. Still to come on the Smart 7, disappointment for Louis Theroux. Last night saw two games in the Premier League with West Ham facing West Brom and Leicester taking on Chelsea. Leicester won 2-0, a victory that puts them top of the table and increases pressure on Chelsea manager Frank Lampard. But Frank says he knew what he was getting into when he took the job. Yeah, I took this job knowing that there will be difficult times because it's not a club ready to compete. We had a, a band, we had young players. At the minute we have new players and we can see that the new players and the younger players are striving for form and to, to be settled into this team. So in a minute, we just have to fight. For the rest of the reaction, plus the latest transfer rumours, check out our daily sports news podcast, The Sports 7. The brand new show from TV legend Russell T. Davis premieres this Friday on Channel 4. It's a sin tells the story of young gay men in the 80s as the AIDS pandemic hit. It stars Ollie Alexander, Neil Patrick Harris and Stephen Fry, and Russell spoke to Five Live about casting gay actors for the drama. I have found myself in a position of enjoying what I've done with It's a Sin. I watch it and I find I get a genuine buzz off it, a genuine vibe. I feel a kind of queerness rising off it. Now maybe you can't feel that, maybe other viewers can't feel that, but then again it is my job as the creator to test that and to experiment with that and for me to find Liberation and excitement. I'm 57 years old and I'm getting a new buzz of things. Louis Theroux back with his annoyingly good grounded podcast. And this time he spoke to King of Queens actress and third most famous Scientologist, Leah Ramini. And she had some devastating news for Louis about the levels that unlocked as she became more famous. Then I was allowed in the part of Celebrity Center that Tom walks through. Hang on, because I've been in the Celebrity Center. And they have Sunday brunches where people, dear, members of the dear, public, can go dear. in. You are not in the private section. Absolutely. So you're saying I thought I was in there all this time and I wasn't really in the I'm sorry. It's like there's a business lounge at the airport and then there's a first class lounge and you're like, the business lounge was like a hellhole compared with this. This has been the Smart 7 If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7, please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa